to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers, and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Graywall. Hello guys and welcome to the brand new episode of Fit Fact King. Today I have invited one of my friends, which I've known him for about two years. He's from UK, he works in NHS and he loves fitness. He plays football every weekend. He's been into the fitness industry for the last 10 years. Like He's really good professional to work with because he, he deals with all sorts of uh, patients, clients. That's his everyday thing. He helps professionals to achieve goals and guiding them step by step. So let's just not waste time and then please welcome Ernesto. Hello, Ernesto. Welcome to this podcast. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks. Yeah, good to see Um, you again. Zoom, uh, you had a busy day today. Yeah, yeah, another busy one with with uh, some of the patients there that I see in uh, in our cardiac rehab clinic. So that was good. Um, we're not we're not doing our classes, so our face to face stuff. So we we so I had a lot of the afternoon sort of free for admin and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, yeah, not a bad day. Good. Um, can you tell a little bit more what you do in um, as as a work as a health coach? Yeah, sure. Um, so my, my work with, with, uh, as a health coach, I work with people generally, um, professionals or uh, business owners, and I help to get them into a regular routine of exercise and to make healthy lifestyle changes as well. Um, I don't necessarily put a figure on as to sort of how much weight they can lose or anything like that. Um, but it's more about sort of performing at a better level by increasing their energy levels, um, making sure that they can focus for a little bit longer, concentrate for a bit better as well, and making sure that their energy levels are up so that they can perform better in either their business or their, their job. Nice. Um, so you also a personal trainer, isn't it? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so I do some, um, so I do some, uh, face to face personal training, um, as well. So I've been, I've been doing that for a while, um, just over 10 years now. Um, so back in 2000 and 2009, um, I, I qualified as a, as a, as a personal trainer. I've been doing it on and off. Um, since since then, sort of face to face work around what I do in the NHS in the National Health Service as well, and um, where I work with cardiac patients. So um, so that's that tends to be people who want to go for more of the sort of aesthetics and you know want to trim fat and maybe want to get more tone and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah, hundred percent. And also, you you said that you also um, do with some patients. Can you tell more about um, more about that? Yeah, sure, sure, absolutely. So, um, so I work for the National Health Service, um, and what we what we know is that you know, although we have we're currently in a pandemic, and there's all this talk about you know the amount of people that are dying because of you know COVID, um, but for years actually, the 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 number one sort of killer is is heart disease. So you know, hundreds of thousands of people are are dying per year, um, and it is the the biggest biggest killer here in, in the UK, um, and so as an incentive, not as an incentive, but um, as an initiative, um, we have a, a cardiac rehab program here. So what we do is we help people who have had um, 
uh, a heart, some sort of heart event. So perhaps they've had a heart attack. Um, perhaps they just suffer from angina and, and they've had surgery. So they might have had bypass surgery or a stent fitted, something like that. Um, but after that, it's about keeping them fit and healthy. So keep them fit and healthy so they don't relapse or they don't have another reoccurrence because those operations and those procedures are costly. It costs the NHS a lot of money and it's quite crippling in, in that respect. So instead of going down that expensive route, um, we have the, a cardiac rehab program that, that we have. Um, so we do the phase three part of the cardiac rehab program. So what we do is we do an uh, initial test with the patients that we'd, we see. So after they've had their procedure or surgery, they see us, we do an initial test with them uh, to get a baseline of their fitness. Um, and then we do uh, an exercise group program with them for about two months. And then after that, we retest them and we just see if there's any difference in their um, fitness levels there. And we also refer to dietitians, So they make those, those healthy lifestyle changes as well. So afterwards, hopefully they should be confident in exercising by themselves. Um, but also can make those decisions to continue leading on a, a healthy lifestyle through exercise and their diet as well. So that, that's sort of what I, what I do in a nutshell. So I work with some physios and I work with some nurses as well to, nice. to do that. Yeah. So in your point of view, what is health? What is, why is so health is so important and what is health for you? Um, health, I think is, is interlinked with, with well-being. So, yeah. um, so we, I used to also work within the mental health services yeah. um, and there's a, there's a massive crossover between sort of mental health and physical health. So the two marry together um, to, to sort of, um, to sort of coexist and, and make um, the sort of, oh, I don't really know how to say it in terms of the well-being of the individual. So, it's, so it's, it's a combination of what you can do to keep yourself feeling well um, and balance in your life as well. So that's sort of maintaining um, a good balance within sort of your, your physical health or your physical health as well as your, your mental health as well. So um, for me, it's, it's not feeling like your physical health is at a point where it's causing you um, to become ill. So being healthy is for me is to be fit, free from illness. So whether that's mentally or physically. Exactly. hundred percent. So with the, so how, when you, when you say clients or patients, are they like, like different ages or is it a similar age? Like you have old people or you have young, you know, what sort yeah. of, uh, what sort of patients we like, do you, do you yeah, think? so we're, in terms of in terms of cardiac rehab, um, it does it does vary. Generally, the population that I work with are sort of over sixties. Um, the, the people that are generally retired as yeah. well, um, okay. people in their sixties, seventies, and eighties. But what we are seeing is that younger people are now sort of suffering from heart disease um, yeah. and heart complications as well due to an inactive lifestyle. So, um, so although that's the majority of the patients that we work with, they yeah. tend to be sort of you know, uh, pensioners and, and onwards. Um, what we are now seeing is that people working age adults, so guys within their forties, um, and, and their thirties as, as well suffering from, from heart disease. Yeah. So, um, so it is actually getting, it's getting younger now. And then it is, and that's actually a, a pandemic in itself. Yeah. And what do you think it's causing? Because if it's, if the age is getting younger, do you think it's the diet or what's this causing or just the lack of exercise? 
So there's 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 two things exactly like like you just mentioned there with with the exercise and 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 the diet. So now more more so than ever, um, we're leading a lot more of a sedentary lifestyle. So we're not keeping ourselves as active as we were before. Yeah. Um, we're not sitting on our feet. There's less. If you think about sort of the the revolution of technology um, and the autonomy within the workplace as well, there's a lot of automated jobs now. Um, many of which have replaced a lot of jobs, you know, that were happening that were in the past, um, where you have to maybe be on your hands and your feet a little bit more. So with sort of technology, I think we're making things a little bit easier for ourselves. A lot of us who are, um, who went into the pandemic and we had to make that shift from going into an office space and instead working from home. That's another reason as well. So we're just becoming a lot less active. We're sitting down for a lot, lot longer. Um, and, you may, you know, hear people, or you, you may hear of that, that, that new sort of catchphrase, or that new sort of phrase where people say that um, uh, a sedentary lifestyle is the new smoking um, because it's, it's that damaging for your health. Just exactly. being inactive, even if you eat healthy, but you're not necessarily moving your body, um, that can be almost as damaging as, as, you know, when you're causing yourself harm um, by, by smoking and, and yeah. maybe perhaps keeping a, an unhealthy And I think there's more um, habits. The web series and Netflix is just uh, making it worse, isn't it? It's just when Absolutely. people get sucked into it, uh, they just keep watching. Okay, next episode, next episode. Yeah. They just keep going on yeah. and on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've. I think we're now just like we're we're within that sort of like binge culture, isn't it? Where we want <laughs> like content really quickly. We can we can sit on our phones and we can watch like TikTok and reels and stuff like that. And it's really addictive as well because we get that you know that hit of dopamine, which which gives us you know those feel good sort of feelings and and um, release of those hormones and all of a sudden we want more of it and we can sit there I, I, I've done it myself I can literally sit yeah, there for like hours yeah. and just scroll <laughs> and, and it's really clever because they, they show you things it's like on Netflix where it's like you know you watched this program so you know you might like yeah, this yeah you might like this might yeah. exactly <laughs> so it's showing you all the stuff and, in, and you know with that information that you're, you're giving these you know these algorithms and all these platforms they, yep. you know they're, 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 they're clever and they know what they're doing they're they just know feeding what you more want. of the same stuff <laughs> exactly the same exact same stuff that you like so you can literally just kill so much time just by you know sitting down and just looking at your phone or watching Netflix so you're absolutely right so it's those, those things in, in particular um, and I think also just going back to the, the, you know, the nutrition side of things as well, because um, from patients that I work with a cardiac perspective, um, generally, you know, the, the blocking of the, the arteries around the heart is caused yeah. by a high cholesterol yeah. um, and unhealthy diet. So, so in that respect, it's more, that's to do more with the, the, the diet and what people are putting into their bodies. Um, and then that, of course, coupled up with the with the sedentary lifestyle as well, yeah. just means that it just doesn't function as well. Your heart's having to work a lot harder, and that's when people start to get those cardiac problems. Yeah. And also, I think when uh, when you see on Instagram, there are also some young people as well who are more into exercises, training, or maybe because we um, we are looking at these things because we are like we have interest in these things. So maybe the, you know, how, um, as you said, algorithm works, it just shows you what you like, what you've been, you know? So I come across so many, um, accounts. They are like young or old or, you know, medium age, but they're still doing exercises, you know, they're, they're all in the gym. So it's maybe the algorithm is drawing, but there's also 
There's also people who are doing like, you know, really well in, in early age. So they understand the importance of exercise is health, you know, healthy eating. Instead of, you know, before, I think a um, long time ago when people didn't know all this about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely right. I think um, I think you know, with with the the dawn of the internet, I think just information sharing has just exploded, yeah. and um, that's just allowed everyone to sort of you know share share ideas, share thoughts, share knowledge, as well. Um, I think that you know it's 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 done great for sort of spreading awareness about a lot of things, but also you do have to be careful as well about what these, the background of some of these, you know, these influencers are on social media, what, what their, what their credibility is actually like, you know, are they, are they a qualified professional such as, you know, yourself yeah. um, to be giving that, that information out because there's, a, there's also a lot of false information there as well. Oh, and yeah. that people can feed into, you know, the, the masses um, sort of their, their, um, the obsession with wanting to get fit, um, mm. but not necessarily knowing how. Um, to, yeah. So yeah, you do have to, you do have to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we we'll just go back to the one you were saying before. Um, you know the how this culture is affecting, especially with the pandemic. So his last couple of years, you know, has been in pandemic. Um, had lots mm-hmm. of ups and downs for a lot of people. Um, even in my, you know, in my circle. Well, what do you think about this uh, with the pandemic? Like, what has affected, or um, you know, it's any any good or bad impacts on of pandemic? Yeah, I think um, I think if I'm if I'm honest from from a physical health point of view, um, I, I think generally it's it's done worse for a lot of people. You know, with the closure of gyms. Um, you know, the closure with people having to work from home as well. Yeah. Um, it means people are just not moving as much as, as they normally would do. Um, and they're staying stuck indoors. It's not great for your mental health as well. You know, being shut indoors and not interacting and having that face-to-face contact with other people as well. Um, I think, you know, as, as humans, we're, we're, I do believe that we're, we're meant to you know share a connection with other people as well. So when we're not able to do that, then it affects your overall well-being. Um, so I think that the pandemic on the whole has had a negative impact on, on both sort of the emotional well-being and, and the physical health of, of most people. Um, so uh, at the same time, you know, you have these, I think these individuals who are probably few and far between as well. And so the, the majority of people that I knew, I knew through the, during the pandemic, I think their health went backwards. I think yeah. their health declined. Yep. And then you have you then you have the other individual who use that as an opportunity to improve themselves. To improve, they say, yes. okay, so yep. now this is a really good time for me. Now I can work from home. How am I going to use the time that I probably would have spent commuting? Or yeah, can okay. I fit in some, some additional exercise? Yeah. Um so there are a few people that I do I do know whose health was was improved dramatically because of those lifestyle changes. So um so I think on the whole, I think it's had a negative impact, but um there are people with a different mindset, should I say, who have used that to to their advantage? Mm. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of people, you know, they change their habits because so suppose they start, you know, nine o'clock in the office and they probably leave seven o'clock at home, but some people start to get up at eight thirty, you know, straight from bed to their desk. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. no, nothing in between, you know, no commute, yeah, nothing, there's no walking. So, you know, it's, uh, it's very convenient as well for some people, Absolutely. but it's also, you know, some people, it's a, they thought 
Um, so I've got extra two hours in the morning. I can do something with my health. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's really, really um, good and bad effects, as you said. Mm. So with this, with the supplements, do you um, have any um, thoughts of um, for the beginners to start with supplements or anything? Um, if I'm honest, no. I, I think from from a nutrition standpoint, I, I generally say, and and um, I'm not a qualified dietitian or nutritionist, so um, my, my knowledge in in that area is 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 can be quite limited. Um, you know, as, as a personal trainer, you do get some, um, you do get some education on that. Um, and, and at college as well, I did a sports science diploma when I went to college as well. So I have some, yeah. some background there. Um, but generally I try not to, um, recommend too many, too many supplements. Um, I think for, for some people, um, for weight gain, for example, when people are trying to say, you know, bulk or put on muscle mass, um, a lot of people will, might suggest creatine, for example, um, that's not that's not necessarily something I would suggest. It does put on weight. Sometimes it retains a lot of water though. Um, so yeah, so it can give you the illusion that you're, you know, you're creating a, a, a more mass, but um, you have to be aware of how much of that is actually muscle. So in, in terms of supplements, um, I, I would normally just say, um, perhaps speak to a dietitian, speak to a nutritionist who might um, give you a bit more of a, an educated yes. um, bit of advice as, as to what you should be doing. Yeah, that's, that. what, that's what I do exactly. Um, if, yep. if someone's, you know, come up with particular needs, they want in, mm-hmm. the, in the diet, I was like, you know, contact nutritionist. He's the best person to give you the best advice because exactly. I can't give you the exact advice according to your body. <laughs> I can give you mm-hmm. ideas what you can eat healthy with, but I can't give you exact according to your body. So it's better to get uh, nutrition in your, uh, you know, to give you a diet. Yeah. yeah. Um, with this, um, when someone's losing weight, I'm sure people come to you, you know, they want to lose weight. They want to become healthy what are the what are the three key changes you would tell them to achieve their goal uh, in terms of weight loss i'm gonna go with um finding i think the number one thing is finding the right routine that works yep. for you establishing finding and, and establishing that right routine so one thing i always do with with my my um patients in term my patients or clients is I, I normally say to them, look at your, look at your, your timetable for the week. Um, look where you've got pockets of space where you don't have any commitments, where you don't have any responsibilities and you, you can do absolutely anything with that time. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount of time. 45 minutes is, is enough. But if you can look throughout your week and everyone's got time as well. Um, every, a lot of people use the excuse. Oh, I don't have time. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. But if you sit down and, and it is a bit of a, a time-consuming exercise, but if you look at your week and break it down hour by hour, how much time do you sleep? How much time do you spend commuting? How much time do you spend watching Netflix? Um, and whatever it is, or how, many times, how much time do you spend with your kids or your husband, yeah. or whatever it is, you look at it and there's always time. There's always time to fit. There's always time, yeah. It's a commitment to yourself, I guess. You know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, that, it's, and so that, that means committing, committing to that, that sort of time. So if you're going to, if you look at your timetable and, and throughout your week and you can see that you've got three hours throughout the week, spread throughout the week that you can dedicate to exercise because that's all you really need. You can do it in 45 minutes, an hour, an hour as well. Like you don't have to spend hours in the gym, but you know, three times in the week to begin with, I think that's a really good starting point. Um, that's the second thing is I would say 
forget about what you see on like social media. There's so much advice out there that you, you again, you don't really know what. I was just about what, to ask that question to you yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say ignore ignore what you see on social media. Just yeah, forget about that. Forget about those 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 people that are out there. And like, of course, there's people that you admire. You you might look at them and, and yes. you think, you know what, this guy's in really good shape, or this this girl's in really good shape, but. I think what you have to understand is a lot of people's bodies and the way they look is based down to is based to on their genetics. A lot of that is down to your genetics. Yes, okay, absolutely. You know, nutrition has an impact. Exercise has an impact, absolutely. Mm. Um, but you know, there's a lot of, especially for women. I feel sorry for women out there because you get a lot of these 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 girls on on social media who are like, you know, I've got these booty bands and I do <laughs> I do like. Um, bridges and, and hip thrusts and all yeah, these yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. exercises and stuff to, to grow my bum and sometimes I'm just like no that's just that's just natural that's just how you're built like uh, <laughs> don't try and sell these women a dream like you're yes. doing all these you know these these hardcore exercises and, and that's what's giving you a bum because that's not really the case a lot of the time it's down to your genetics so I would say number two is just forget about what you see on social media um, unless it's a qualified professional so I'll probably yeah. end with that so, yeah, um, but I'm, I'm, like I'm sure, you know, it's the exercises, like they do help. But you know, sometimes, as you said, it comes to genetics, and then some women they try really hard to, you know, grow, yeah. but they don't, and then they get frustrated, sort of, exactly. you know, and then they say like, "Look, I can't do this," you know. And it, I think it's the they start to get this. Uh, you know, dark thoughts about you know why I'm not growing. You know, it's coming mm-hmm. to me. So I think it's. It's it's bad as well when the people see like as soon as you open your Instagram, it's just everywhere. It's in your face. Then, yeah. yeah, it's in your face, and I think some people will take it seriously. You know, it yeah. does affect them. You know, mentally mm. um, that they're not growing, and the other other person is grown. Um, you know, in six months or maybe one year, but and then mm. this person's trying like for the last three four years and is not getting no results. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that, exactly that. Um, and that's it. I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people saying that they've, you know, they've managed to take shortcuts and they do certain exercises and, you know, in, in a few months they can achieve those, those results, um, which isn't, which isn't always the case. And then you're right. And it does have a massive impact, doesn't it? On, mm. um, on the psyche of an individual. And, and it just goes back into that sort of vicious cycle where it's like, yeah. okay, they try something new. Um, they might get a few results, but not the results that they're looking for. Yeah. And then they fall back do their old habits because they're not seeing the results that, that they want. Exactly. Um, and they, they don't know. It's hard to convince someone or um, tell someone, you know, it, everything takes time. If you, mm-hmm. if you stay consistent, you will eventually receive what you want, but it's the problem comes to staying consistent because people usually 90% people will lose in trust if they're not getting results, what they expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is spot on. That's spot on. I think consistent consistency is is, is really it's the key to everything. Really, is it? it is. I mean, it's it's not to say that you when you go into your fitness journey that you're going to get the results that you want based on that one method that you do. So <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of trial and error. Like you, yes. you know, the one thing you know, there's no one way of achieving your results, really and truly. You know, we, you know, you're going to plateau at some point. So then you need to go back to the drawing board and, and be like, okay, I've got myself to a certain level now. 
I still need to go further. How am I going to get there? What do I need to change? What do I need to do with exactly. my exercise and my diet as well? Um, so there's, you know, so it's just about staying consistent. And just because you don't get your results, you know, as quickly as, as those people on social media or they claim um, to get them on social media, if you, if you stop, then it just reverses all the, the good work that you've done and you start from square one, you start from scratch again. So 100%. really just have, you have to be consistent. You just have to keep going. You just have to keep going. Yeah. On the same, on the same, on the same note, um, yeah. what, what do you think it's the biggest myth, um, <clears throat> in fitness industry, like that most people think about? Oh, the biggest myth. Um, that's a good question. Uh, there's so <laughs> many, so many out there. I know there's, there's so many, many but what, what do you think is yeah. the biggest one? I, I mean, I mean, there's so many, you know, people come up with different sort of myths, but there must be some that you think are oh, like that. That's just the biggest myth. I, I, it, uh, I'll, it, I'm talking so much about social media now, but I'm just, I think I'm going to go back to it again. Because yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is I, I, I can't stand, what I really can't stand is on, on social media, on Instagram, on TikTok, or whatever it is, reels, whatever it is, you, you see it all the time. It's like, do these exercises to burn body fat here or do these exercises um, if you want to get a six pack or burn your belly fat. Like, <laughs> for me, it does, it does my head in because we like, we, we, and there's some, there's some really good like trainers out there that do, do tell you the truth and, and are honest. But at the end of the day, we can't tell ourselves where to lose body fat. It's the same way we can't tell ourselves where to store it as well. So for me, for example, I know that if my diet isn't going well, I, I get it on my sides. This is the first place I get it. So it's okay. just on my love, so handles. love handles. Love handles. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I get. So that's, that's, I don't get, I don't store anything. I've never stored anything from the, on the, on my front, the front of my stomach here. So I've, I've had a six pack since I was, I think 14 or something like that. Oh, yeah, just yeah. Made, you know, yeah. into my thirties now. Yeah. Um, and you, know, and for me, I store fat differently. So it's going to be my yeah, hips, yeah, it's gonna be my yeah. bum as well. Okay. Um, whereas other people, it's going to be different areas. Um, yeah, my one is my one is the front of the stomach, which just comes straight yeah. straight on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as, it, as soon as I as soon as I'm off the wagon, I'm just yeah, yeah the fat starts to come up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> yeah, this and, is and it. So if, if I say to someone, you know, look, um, I need to lose fat a little bit because you know I've gained, and they look at my body, say, like, come on, mate, you're just joking. Where is the fat? <laughs> I said, well, there is up here. <laughs> you can't yeah. see it. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that. I mean. This is this is the thing as well, you know. Um, uh, I, I think uh, again, like with with social media, where you know people can look completely different in their clothes. People take you know, pictures or videos from a certain angle. The lighting as well, all of that makes a difference to the way somebody looks. So when when people are like, you know, you know, where where do you have it, have your fat or where do you store your fat? What are you talking about? It's yeah. just like you know, you, we're all, we're all human, so it, you know, exactly. we're, we're all like, like no one has like zero body fat percentage. You know what I mean? Everyone's got everyone's storing some somewhere on their body. So um, so yeah. So for me, I think the biggest biggest myth I think is is those um, sort of spot reducing um, exercises. Um, so when people are like target this muscle group. Yeah. Um, and we're going to really do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's not for me. That does my head in. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, uh, that's a wonderful, um, what's your biggest strength? 
Um, I think my biggest strength, do you know what? I, I reckon it, it probably comes from my days working in the mental health services. Um, so I think, I think patience, I think having patience is so, so key. Um, I think when I'm working with somebody, um, and not just, you know, when I'm, when I'm going through my sort of exercise programs and for myself as an individual, but yeah. when I'm working with somebody, it, it tends to be, um, having a lot of patience because I think if you don't, if you get, if you don't have patience, then you end up getting frustrated a lot of the time. Uh, and again, just going back to what you were saying about not seeing results as well. Um, I think if, if you've got patience then, and you trust the process, then eventually yeah. you're going to get to where you want to get to. Um, exactly. And I think that's the attitude I try to have with my, my clients or the patients that, that I work with um, as well. It's a slow process, but if a fitness journey is sort of always ongoing. Um, and even when you get to a certain goal, you, you, you probably you get there and then you start to do them. Then you, yeah, you have to maintain it or you, you move the goalposts even further and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm at this level now and now I want to take things even further. further. Exactly. I want to get you know, stronger. I want to get fitter. I want to lose a little bit more weight and, and all mm. the rest of it. So it's, it's almost sort of a continuous journey. So I think you just have to have patience and, and you have to trust that, you know, as long as that person stays consistent or as long as I stay consistent, then eventually the results I want are going to come to me. hundred percent. That's, uh, that's very true with this. Um, as you said, patience, as, is it also with understanding your clients as well? Like, do you expect uh, anything when they start, like suppose they come to lose weight or gain weight or, you know, they want to gain muscle. What do you expect from them? Um, I think the first thing I, we, I try to do is just sit down and, and have a talk about what the actual goals are. So we write down where, where they want to be. We write down a time frame as well. Um, and then we have to really agree because sometimes the expectations are unrealistic. So if they want to lose like a huge amount of weight in such a short mm. space of time, then you kind of have to just squash that from, yep. from day one and just say, do you know what, that's just not going to happen. Mm. Um, <laughs> and do it maybe in an unhealthy way um, and do some unhealthy methods. You know, some people might do fasting or whatever it is. But for me, it's just about making sure that what they're doing is, is sort of realistic um, and sort of attainable yeah. in a certain time frame. So we always use um, SMART, SMART goals. I don't know if you have used that before, the acronym SMART. So, um, so each letter, um, stands for something. So you've got like, uh, S which stands for, uh, specific. Oh, so yeah. the goal has to, has to be specific. So mm -hmm. it's, um, for example, what, what do you want to achieve? So perhaps somebody wants to, um, improve their, their running, for example. So how do you improve your running? Um, that could be, you know, improving your time over a, a distance of five kilometers or 10 kilometers. 10 kilometer run. So it's not just, I want to get faster at running. It's okay. You want to get faster, but what are, what are the, what are the um, measurements um, for that? So what, mm. what are you going to look at um, to make sure that that's a specific goal? And then you've got M, which is measurable. So can you look at it almost like a week by week um, process where you're looking at what your goals are and how you know you're getting closer to your goals? So again, we're looking at that run. Are your times getting quicker, for example? Mm. Um, and then you've got um, A, which is attainable. So, you know, whether or not you can achieve that goal. Yeah. You've got R, realistic, and then T for time frame. So that's oh, yeah. giving it 
certain yeah. certain amount of time to achieve that goal. So you look at all those things, sit down, have a have a talk with your with your um, client, and then we come to an agreement. So really, that's that's what I expect. I, I, I we never really go in and 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 say yes. Do you know what? You're going to work with me for a month, and at the end of that month, you're going to lose you know eight pounds or, yeah. or ten pounds. Yeah, yeah we, we try to look at things realistic. Yeah, through, sort of, yeah, through a re- realistic sort of point of view. Yeah. Um, when you, um, so suppose you're training someone online, do you train online people? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it's, it's a bit challenging with the, with the online. Yeah, I was going to just ask, like, how do you, how do you, um, deal with, with the bad form? Like, so someone's doing the bad form and it's just not really understanding the way you are trying to tell them to perform these exercises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that can be really challenging because it's, because as you know, sort of personal training and being face to face with the client is, is, is so it's much totally different. Yeah. It's so, yeah. So, so different from, you know, when you're just looking at someone from beyond the screen. So um, for me, what I tend to do is um, prior to uh, exercising with, with my, my clients, I just yeah. make sure that they copy of um, the exercise plan that we're doing and, mm-hmm. and have, having a, a video demonstrations of each exercise as well. Um, and then with that is making sure that there are key teaching points as well and bullet points as to what they should be doing to make sure that the movement is correct and you're using good technique as well. If it's um, in session, then mm. generally I would tell them to stop. So I'd say, especially because the main thing is when you, <coughs> when you're using technique, you want to make sure that you are, carrying out the movement effectively so you're getting the, the benefit out of the exercise that you're doing but more importantly you're doing the exercise safely so you know once you start to introduce equipment resistance equipment or anything like that yeah. um, it, there comes a danger where you can start to injure yourself if you're not using the right so if I see the wrong technique then I'll say okay stop here's what you need to do have a look at me and see how I perform it and I'll talk you through how it should be done and then I get them to do it the same movement, but perhaps at a lower level. So if they're doing, for example, the overhead press, um, the overhead shoulder press, and they're leaning right back, they're arching their back as well, um, and they're not engaging their core, then I'll say, okay, here's what you need to do. Drop the weight down, use a much lighter weight, get the technique right, go over it again and again um, until you do get it right, and then we can go up. So it's about retraining the way that they're doing things as well. And sometimes that can, can take a bit of time and that can yeah. come with experience. Exactly. So especially if they're not used to it. So yes. it might just take a bit of, of, of patience and, and getting them to just do things at a lower level before they can go, go to where they want to get to. Because some people, they, um, they never trained in the life, you know, so they don't know what the technique is, you know, what can be, yeah. you know, what can be achieved. And because some people will come like, you know, okay, um, I can lift heavy, but, what's the point of lifting heavy when the technique is in a bad form? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. it's, if it's all over the place, then uh, you're just putting yourself at risk of injury. Um, yes. And again, you're not, getting, you're not getting the best out of the exercise as well. You're not, you, you might not be taking the muscle um, to its full range. <clears throat> you might not be engaging the muscle in the way that you want it to be to get the results that you want. Mm. So for you to get the best results, you have to make sure that the, the technique is spot on. Exactly. Uh, and how do you track their, their results? Like, um, so suppose, uh, do you use any app? Um, so I use, there's a, there's a personal training app. Um, 
called PT Distinction. Okay. So I generally use that. That's where the video, they've got a video library set up there. Um, and that's something that they can use as well. They can have access to the app. So the programs are on there. Um, and then you can book in or you can schedule in their exercise times and within the app. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when, when it's the days that they have to exercise, they can go in, they can see the exercises they need to do and follow along. Um, but they can also make notes as well. They can make notes as to how many, um, how many reps they did, yeah. um, or how many rounds they were able to do or whatever it is within the program. Um, so they make a note there and they can also, uh, upload videos, which I think is, is key. So they can upload videos to the app, um, them working out. So. I generally do this with the compound exercises, which require, you know, more than one muscle group and they tend to be a little bit more complex as well. So, um, with those exercises, I generally say record yourself or get someone to record you. Um, so I can see how your technique is. Um, so that's how I measure progress. So it's sort of how they can correct their technique or whether they're using the correct technique. Um, and then it's them documenting how many reps they're doing and how they're performing as well during, during the program. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I'm sure now <laughs> the the people run away from your training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's always there's always one, isn't there? Um, I think I think everyone's has a bit of a romantic view of uh, you know wanting a personal trainer and seeing a personal trainer as that person that's going to get them the results that they're looking for or want yep. to get. Um, and then they and underestimate how much work they need to put in and sacrifice that they need to make as well. Because a lot of the time, a lot of people don't want to step out of their comfort zone. So, you know, if you're, if your health isn't the way, where, if your health isn't where it want, where you want it to be, mm. um, that's, that's kind of on you most of the time, unless you have some sort of underlying health issue, yeah. um, a pro problem or something like that, or, um, I don't know, PCOS for women, for example, unless you have an underlying health problem, really the state of your body and your health is, is, is down to you and how you're living your lifestyle. Um, and that's you being comfortable. Um, so for you to, to achieve, you know, a better health, um, you're going to have to do something that you're not, you know, currently doing, you're going to have to make some changes. You, you might need to sacrifice a bit more of the time that you spend, you know, um, doing leisure activities yeah, yeah. so that you go to the gym, maybe before work, um, or after work, you know, and you're going to be tired. There's going to be days when you're going to be tired as well. And you're going to say to yourself that you don't, you don't want to exercise, but at the end of the day, you have to step outside your comfort zone on for you to get the, the results that you want. Um, so, so yeah, people, people will run away, people will run away. And, and generally I do try to sort of call the, I, I call them and I, and I, and I'll prompt them and I'll poke and I'll prod and I'll just, try to get them back on track as well. Um, one thing I do, uh, do with my, my, my clients as well is, is at the beginning, we look at their reasons as to why they want to change because it usually has to be quite profound. Um, I think generally when people want to change their body, say for like a holiday, um, you know, get summer, you know, summer body, whatever it is, or beach body mm-hmm. ready, uh, whatever phrase people want to yeah. use. <laughs> That, that's usually not enough for long-term sustained healthy lifestyle changes. Exactly. So it has to be a really profound reason. You know, if you're, I don't know if you're a parent and you know, you have a, a kid and your health isn't in the best of, of places and you're like, do you know, I'm getting out of breath 
when I'm playing with my kid, that's unhealthy. Like if you want to be around for your kid and you want to give the best version of yourself to, you know, your, your kid and you see your health as a step um, in that direction, then, you know, that's a profound reason, you know, yes. my kids, and I want to, I want to be in better health. I want to lose weight because it's going to help me play with my kids or it's going to help me um, have a better relationship with my kids. Um, that's more of a profound reason. So at the beginning, it's, it's really important that you just nail down what it is that's driving you because there's going to be a lot of days where, you know, the discipline isn't going to be there. The motivation isn't going to be there. And you have to think back as to why it is that you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. That's good. And that, that was my next question. Like it, it, I usually ask to everyone, why did you start it? What was your why? Yeah. Um, I think I, to be, to be honest, it was just, it just made me feel good. It just made me feel good. Um, if uh, originally I started when I was, I started like exercising properly when I was about 14. And mm-hmm. um, I remember one of my friends from school, he'd like, I don't know, you start getting these huge arms and we were all into like, we were all into like our anime and that's stuff. And every our, guy's dream, yeah. isn't it? Having yeah. huge arms. <laughs> the big arms, yeah. When you're, when you're 14 years old, like, that's what, that's you, what want. you want. You don't want legs, yeah. you want, don't want shoulders, you don't want, you don't want abs, just to yeah, be Yeah, you just want the big arms. <laughs> exactly that. That's, that's, I'm, that's, sure, that the I'm sure that 99% of boys, uh, 14, 15, 16 years old, they will just want big yeah. arms. <laughs> Absolutely. I was Absolutely. the same. I was the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. And, um, and, uh, and, and that's when I got my first set of weights and that's when I started training properly when I was about 14. Um, and then, uh, and then it was when I got to college. So I got to about 16, 17, 18 around that time. And I met, a, I had a, I have a friend, like my best friend, who's absolutely amazing. And he got me into fitness. Like he okay. got me sort of focusing a lot more and making it a lot more structured. Yep. So um, I used to focus, it was sort of arm heavy, um, you know, biceps mainly shoulders as well, but I wasn't focusing on any other muscle groups. Um, and really just made me feel good about myself. I think in terms of boosting my confidence, because I, I, um, never necessarily thought that I, I can talk particularly well or communicate particularly well okay. with people verbally at least. Yeah. Um, and so for me to feel maybe a bit better about myself because I had, I had quite low confidence when I was, when okay. I was a teenager, um, for me, it just made me feel good. I think feeling healthy, being able to move my body as well as I wanted it to when I was playing sports, um, then later on as well into sort of my early adulthood as well, you know, you get the, you know, you do get the aesthetics as well, you know, when your body looks the way you want it to look, exactly. that's probably better than any other accessory or 100%. name brand clothing or, yeah. you know, watch or car or whatever. Anything, yeah. Like, if you're comfortable in your own skin, yeah. that's, that's almost priceless. Your body speaks um, to, you know, speaks to you from your mind. Exactly. Exactly that. Exactly that. So when, when you look at someone and, you can see that they work out and that they're healthy. They almost sort of exude a bit more of this, I don't know, this, uh, this kind of aura about themselves. And I feel like when I'm feeling healthy and when I'm exercising and I'm staying on top of things, that's how I feel. My confidence is just up here. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's just, it's all about how it, how it makes me feel. So now I don't exercise as hard as I did sort of in my early twenties or anything like that. I have sort of plateaued and I'm maintaining now. You're just maintaining. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm just maintaining now because I'm quite, I'm quite happy with, with my, yes. you know, my body type, my, my, my body shape. I'm not trying to, you know, be the biggest guy anymore for my height, and I'm not trying to, you know, you know, get the biggest <laughs> or anything like that. I'm just yeah. like, you know what? I'm, I'm in good condition. My body works really well. 
I feel really good. I've got my energy levels are up here. And, and right now that's, that's just keeping things very balanced in, in my life sort of emotionally and, and physically as well. So I think that's, that's the thing that drives me. And, you know, that's evolved from where it was before when I was 14, it was all about the, the aesthetics. Now it's how is it actually making me feel, you know, when I feel stressed at the end of the day um, and I do my workout, it makes me feel great. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, the, that's a driving factor at this. this yeah, time. So, yeah. so just, uh, just on a, on this whole thing, um, what's your um, biggest, uh, I would say, so what's your daily schedule? Like what time do you, as a personal trainer, I'm, I'm sure you do work as well and you do personal training on the side by side, but what's your daily routine? Like what's your day goes? Is it the, like a busy day or a quiet day? How's your uh, day planned out? Just a general. Um, I, I guess it's, yeah, I've got some busier days than, than others. I mean, if it's a training day, for example, uh, I would normally, I mean, I, I, I always wake up in the morning, roughly about quarter to seven um, in the morning. I always, have to, I always have the same breakfast as well. So I always okay. consist of sort of like a handful of fruit. I always have like an apple, pear, banana and orange, um, have a couple of eggs. Um, and then I always have a bowl of porridge as well. Like that's non-negotiable. That happens every single morning. Um, and then I do, um, and then I do a bit of food prep as well. So I generally have a, a food container. I don't buy food from, from outside um, generally. So it's, it's generally sort of like split up into thirds. So I have a third of my box with uh, vegetables, a third of um, usually my proteins and yep. the fats, and then about another third with the carbohydrates. So that's usually sort of rice or pasta or something like that. So there's a bit of meal prep in the morning. Nice. Um, with after my breakfast and then off, off to work. And then usually my, my evenings are either split up into um, sort of exercise um, for myself um, or, or I'm on training sort of my, my clients. So, um, so that, that tends to be it really. Um, mm. And, just getting the, the balance right between the two. So it's sort of late, late nights um, that, that I usually um, sort of end up coming back home, especially yeah. if it's uh, a, a day that I'm training, training clients yeah, yeah. and sizing as, as well. Cool. Well, that's, I think, um, wraps up everything we've talked about. I think uh, we've covered everything. And hopefully um, these people who's listening to this podcast will you know, understand and then um, relate to what we talked about <laughs> and learn Absolutely, from, learn yeah. from, um, learn from you and me. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully there's a, there's a bit of advice that, that, that people can take from yeah. that. And, uh, we'll definitely, um, we'll definitely do it again with, with some, some other topics. Yes. hundred um, percent. We can, uh, we surely, advice, uh, we, we happy to share any topics, you know, and share some knowledge, what we have. And that's what yeah. the, that's the idea is. Um, well, thank you very, very much for coming to the podcast. And then, you know, um, I will, so best contact is, uh, Instagram and LinkedIn, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm more active on, on LinkedIn. So Ernesto yeah. William, um, if you search down LinkedIn, um, yeah, I'll put the show notes, I'll put in the show notes, your, um, your profile there so they can just, yeah. you know, click on the link and then get to your profile straight. Awesome. Brilliant. Perfect. Thank you, Ernesto. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.